Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I've been reading about the bench press. Let's do this. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of, get stronger every year, and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is going to help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken, and welcome to Second 50 Strong. What's up, guys? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and uh, my longboard came in, which is a lot of fun. And I'm not upset at Amazon. It was Prime, and it came like 10, 15 days later with multiple (laughs) delays, whatever. But it is a little bit of a bummer. I understand with the whole pandemic thing going on that they are doing essentials first, which is great. But what should have taken two days took well over a week, which was driving me insane. Because since my 17-year-old wanted to start longboarding and skateboarding, basically the entire family has now gotten into it, which I think is is just really cool. Like I said last time, the fact that they're inviting me to join them at all, although my wife has no desire to do it whatsoever, but... The fact that they've invited me to do it at all is just very uh, much of an honor, I feel, to let them be a part of their, let me be a part of that part of their life, which I think is really cool. So it's huge. It's 44 inches long. It's a monster. And I love it. It's very, very fun. So I've been learning a lot about bench pressing. And, you know, I've been bench pressing for years and years, which is great, but it just goes to show you. There were some really nuggets I took from that, like, wow, I'm going to try that. Wow, I'm going to do that. That makes a lot of sense. I never thought of it that way. And I read, once again, an enormous article and then read another different enormous article. I'm talking, you know, 90, 100 page articles just on the bench press. There are people out there that have broken these exercises, these lifts down that much, which is great because it's needed and that's important. But I also recognize the fact that it's been done and I certainly don't need to try and do it again. I'm not going to create any of this stuff, you know, even with the programming. I hope I'm not going to be getting in trouble or anything for this, but um, I love 531. We're going to do a version of 531. We may be doing 642 because we don't want to hurt ourselves on our one rep max or a percentage of our one rep max, but it's still out of 531. I'm not going to claim that I created it myself because I didn't. Jim Wendler did, and I've been using his program for years and love it. Uh, And it's perfect for someone who's getting older. You know, I'm 48 and I absolutely love it. I've done starting strength a few times, actually eat like a, like a machine, drink tons of milk and got super strong as I grew out of my pants, you know, and I'm a wrestling coach, you know, my family's wrestlers having a belly is just weird. It's just not what we do, you know, and I understand the Asgard company's whole take on Who cares if you have a six pack, if you don't have a nice chest to put it in, I understand. But in my family, we don't have bellies. And my wife certain as hell doesn't want me to have a belly. Uh, I know that there are some weightlifting groups that are like, women don't care if you have a six pack. My wife cares. (laughs) And she makes that perfectly clear to uh, not have a belly. So that's fine. So that makes it hard to have what, the Asgard company and starting strength does is that linear progression over a long period of time as a novice. And I still consider myself uh, a novice because I don't 
take this any more uh, professionally than just trying to get and stay strong. So um, it's hard to continue that if you're not shoving the calories in your pie hole uh, every day. And so I don't. <clears throat> and five through one allows for a little more flexibility that way as the progression goes slower. And it's great because this is a marathon. It's, you know, getting strong and staying strong throughout the second 50 years of our life is a, a, a lifestyle and it's a long-term thing. And I have learned that patience that I wouldn't have had in my 20s and 30s that I certainly have now that it's okay. You know, I don't need to be strong tomorrow and I certainly don't need to be strong yesterday. I just want to stay strong for decades to come. And that's where five through one is perfect for me. And I love it. And it makes me not need to eat a ton of calories and get to that decision where I was at the two times I really did the starting strength program hard of, do I buy new pants? Do I buy a whole new set of pants? Cause I'm strangling myself at the waist Yes, my bench press is amazing. Yes, I feel as strong as an ox. Yes, it totally works. If you want to get strong fast, do the starting strength program. It works. And I have firsthand experience doing that twice. Um, it was great. You know, I absolutely loved it. I loved how I felt, but I was getting a little chunky. And I'm also pretty much a cheap bastard. And I didn't want to buy a whole new set of clothes. So I cut back down and switched over to a five through one, was able to lose my belly uh, that I was getting and I love it. And that works for me and it's fantastic. But anyway, so with the bench press, I was finding a lot of, a lot of good nuggets to do, which was uh, fantastic. But what was even more interesting is two things. One, how still people can disagree with each other uh, to very, two or three very important figures in the powerlifting, weightlifting world uh, can be just like, do it this way. No, you should do it this way. No, that's wrong. No, you should do this. Don't focus on that. Focus on, and, and I see that in the world of medicine and physical therapy and science and diet and everywhere. I mean, that's just, that's life, politics, you name it. So there is no super gold standard for any of these lifts besides some basic safety rules, right? Which must be followed because if you're injured, you're not going to get strong. So that's always interesting to me to just see these very important people totally have different ideas about what should be done as I read their hundred page papers on the bench press and the squat, which I've done earlier. And the other fascinating thing is just the history of it all. Oh my God. Uh, we should all be lifting weights alone just for the appreciation of how much easier it is now <laughs> than what it was as they were figuring this stuff out uh, in the beginning of the 19th century, you know, in the 1900s, like really uh, it's, you know, the bench press was started off with what's called a floor press where they had, they laid on the floor with a barbell, brought it up over their body and that somehow, I guess, developed into the belly press where they would put it on their belly and push it up with their belly before they tried to finish the drive with their chest and their arms and lock it out. And then some guy, I've just been starting to read the history of it because that's the last thing I research when I do these, um, forget his name, really was super flexible and used his belly to get it almost all the way up into a lockout position. And then some people got upset about it. And that's what slowly made the belly press start to go away which is um, a good thing because I think that's kind of silly. And then people started fooling around with trying to do the bench press on, well, it wasn't even called the bench press because it wasn't on a bench yet, but the floor press on boxes 
and just whatever they could get their hands on. A rack wasn't invented yet, so sometimes the bar had to be hoisted over them by two other people. And just what a mess, what a wreck. And all the things they didn't know uh, at the time that we can take advantage of, of knowing now by these amazing people who write these incredible articles of information. So, wow, I just feel lucky and blessed that I don't have to deal with all of that stuff that, you know, we've got some really good stuff. The barbell qualities out there is tremendous, you know, and, and getting a rack, geez, you type that in on the internet. There's so many different half racks, full racks, different things you can get to be able to hold the bar where you want it to keep it safe with safety bars or safety pins. And we're just really lucky that way. And I'm thrilled that uh, we have all of that stuff and don't have to be wallowing around watching this evolution happens. Now we might be in the middle of things evolving still, who knows, because that always can happen as well. And 50 years from now, they'll look back on what we're doing now and laugh about it or a hundred years, but I'm pretty happy with the way that lifting is now with the core four, especially, and some assistant exercises that we do. So yeah, working my way through it. And now I'm going to have to just, the way I like to write is I just throw it all on there and then edit it. Like I said, in the last post and edit it and edit it and edit it until it starts to sound something that makes sense and something that someone might possibly maybe want to read that uh, can keep people safe and keep it simple. So the bench press has definitely been interesting. Not as complicated as the squat, way less moving parts, way shorter of a bar path. Less of the body is really going through a lot of joint angle changes, although a bench press still is a full body movement. There is leg drive uh, in, a, in the bench press, which I've been doing for years anyways, but it was still good to read about the different variations of it. It's, different people disagree over it. Um, but yeah, there is leg drive. You're still bracing your core. You're still doing all of that, which is great. So I'm excited to finish learning about the history part. And in a day or two, because I didn't get much done this morning, so I had to help my son with something, but uh, in a day or two, start writing it all down. So that's that. And in the meantime, here and there, going to be playing with the longboard with the kids, zipping all around the place. We got some nice hills where we live. So that's it. And I'll talk to you next time. Get strong as hell. This is Coach Ken at Psychic 50 Strong. Want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down? Go to second50strong.com. That's 2ND50strong. There we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active, energetic life that will make the 20-somethings jealous. This is Coach Ken, and I'll see you there. And please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with.